Outcast Island presents the 3 and D podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app for prop bets. They have streamlined the drafting process and eliminated the need to do unnecessary hours of research by using only top-tier athletes. Instead of the traditional salary cap format, you build your lineup around a list of prop bets. For each contest, you need to choose 10 of the 20 prop bets plus two ice picks that protect you from any late scratches or postponed games. Each unique prop has an over and under point value assigned to it, and you will be rewarded that amount of point value if the prop is correct. For example, will Tom Brady throw for under or over 250 yards? The less likely the prop is to occur, the more points the choice will be worth, and you build your team around the amount of correct props you select. Me and Nathan have been using this app for a couple weeks now, and it's honestly brought like a whole new excitement to daily fantasy sports, wouldn't you say, Nate? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely been different, especially with like the prop bets. It's definitely been like a lot. I can't say better, but it's like it's a refreshing thing from FanDuel. You know what yeah, I'm trying to I say? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so it's not really just about picking players and how well they do. Right, it's, no it's salaries. More, yeah, like that's like that, that's the best part. Is like I like how it's like twenty pick ten simple. And then, like, you strategize it. Like, you don't always have to pick the more points. You can always pick, like, the lesser points. And isn't and it isn't super luck-based. Like, with <clears throat> FanDuel or any other daily fantasy sports thing, you could pick a player who's really cheap and they could randomly score 45 points like Derrick Henry happened a couple weeks right. ago. We don't expect that to happen again. Exactly. And so with this, it's over-under. It's more, it's more guessing and it's more strategic, I would right. say. And isn't it also, like first ten dollars you put in or any ten dollars or any money right correct yeah first it's, yeah um using our code you could go to the link bit.ly slash thrive three and d to you that's our code um to get a free ten dollars you deposit ten dollars they'll instantly give you ten more dollars in your account to bet there's um contests you can go in there two dollars five dollars ten dollars fifteen dollars twenty dollars goes up to yeah 25 100 but that'll give you say you want to do 10 two dollar bets that gives you a great chance of winning our my, me and nate's first bet we won 18 dollars in right. the first night mm-hmm. it's just easy money this is something you want to look into so download thrive fantasy in the app store the google play store and anywhere you can download apps our link once more time bit.ly forward slash Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, three, the number three, and D. It'll be available on our Twitter and anywhere else you can find it. What's up, everybody? We're back here with another episode of the 3 and D podcast with our usual hosts. We got Nate, we got Chris, we got Steve, and your boy Mike on the on the microphone. Mike, Mike on, on the, the mic. mic. Mike on the mic. Mike on the mic. <laughs> but uh, you know, another good week here. Got a lot got a lot to talk about. Chris is back. Yeah. Welcome back, Chris. Yeah, can't can't make fun of him. Chris. Yeah, I know. There's whining to my left again. I don't even want He's whining now. <laughs> <laughs> Your voice is just kinda whiny. Damn. Kinda rad. Listen, listen, I I, I love you. I hate you. So we are on one way I'm on a one one way street here. Yeah, it is. That's fine. But your voice is a little whiny. Damn. It's a little raspy. It is a little raspy, and I do have a little bit of a lisp, and I'll own up to it. No, I have a lisp. You just got a little saliva in your mouth. You got to swallow sometimes. Indeed, I just got... <laughs> it builds up in there, and it just... My brain's going at 100 miles per hour, you know? 
Smart people, bro. You don't get it. His <laughs> <laughs> brain's too quick for his mouth. Yeah, exactly. Like a doctor. Scribble. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's why my handwriting is shit. From Louisiana. I'm just too... Just too smart. If you could read what it says, some good stuff. On some there. good stuff there. X-ray. Three o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, but we got we had a lot going on this week in the sporting sporting world. We had a big upset yesterday in the world of college hoops. Oh yeah. Syracuse. Yeah, if you bet on that, it was at one time plus thirteen hundred. Yeah. I and we can talk about betting now because. Well. Yeah, we're in New Jersey. Yeah, no, I was like maybe. Um. Are we? <laughs> uh, me and my brother were talking about it. Like, you could throw like ten on the underdogs who are playing Duke every week, mm-hmm. and you might lose money. But when you hit, you'll end up winning more. Way than more than yeah, hundred percent. Because I don't know. I felt like that line was at seventeen yesterday because I mm-hmm. bet on it, and I was like, that's just really, really high. Like, especially with Cam Reddish being out Cam as well. Reddish was out because he was sick, and then mm-hmm. uh, and Trey Jones Trey left Jones, the game. Like, hurt his shoulder real yeah, he's out. He's out indefinitely now. For a while. Yeah. Uh, the ESPN said last night that they think that. Probably like the year. Duke's gonna like fall off a little bit. Like yeah, they're not gonna be nearly as good because. Well, they don't have they don't have a playmaker really anymore. I mean, RJ Barrett's he's he has good handles, but he's not a he's not a point guard. He's more of a he's more like a shot creator for himself. Yeah. And he's like they, the guy uh, during the game compared him to James Harden, but. Yeah, they were comparing D'Angelo Russell to James Harden a couple years ago. I love D'Angelo Russell too, but people just compare like left-handed players to left-handed players. Like I see more. If you want me to be honest, like if I'm comparing them to someone more of like a Manu type ish, maybe with that with more athleticism, I guess. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. He doesn't seem like that much of a ball handler, from what I've seen. Like, I don't nah, know. I. But he, but he can take people off the off the off the dribble. That's the thing. No, yesterday's game because I watched the, like most of the second half and he did not. Like, oh no, he shot like seven of 20, 26 last night. Yeah, he looked really really bad. Yeah. He, like, he well, that's the Sarah- one three at the end that was huge, but like he just didn't know, like he didn't know how to break a pr- like a, a zone. In well, the th- the yeah, thing is, you. the thing is with Duke, if you can play, if you can play a good zone against Duke, then you're most likely at least gonna stick with them and possibly beat them like Syracuse yeah, did, Duke. because they don't have much shooting at all yeah, have, outside of Jack Syrac- White. And Syracuse runs that defense really good. And Reddish, yeah. Well, RJ Barrett's a decent shooter too, but he's not yeah, anything Zion like great. Shoot very well, but they had Zion playing. Um, like free throw line, and then when it would swing to the thing, he would go to the corners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like they were just trying to force him in there, but then if he tried to go up, he has three people on him now. Like that's like completely screwing their game. Absolutely, up. and he still killed it. Like, yeah, he had a, did you see he the one? Yeah, did you see the one guy um take the charge and it ended up like he just got like the just he had to go come out of the game basically. He got hurt. He got, got hurt because he took a charge on Zion. They said I forget what the equivalent equivalency of getting taking a charge from Zion is, but I think it's like so much something like like almost like a, like a like a truck hitting you. Jesus yeah, like Christ. if he's going at full speed because he's three hundred and seventy five pounds. There's two hundred seventy five. No, I think he's. No, I, I'm sorry, he's more like three forty actually. I don't think so. I think it's like two eighty five. I could have sworn he was in the three hundreds because he's like six. He's lighter than Embiid. Is he? Yeah, and Embiid's not three hundred yet. I know. I I don't think there's. I think there's only two players in the NBA who are 300. That's Bulban and I think he's 285, not 385. You might be right. Yeah, he is. He is. He is 285. If you're 400 pounds, then yeah, he's 285. But still six, <laughs> six foot seven. I for some reason I thought he was someone's at 375. That's, that's terrifying. 
Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, it's a little bit too much. Oh my god, dude! You know what? You know what I was thinking? I was thinking people were saying he's probably gonna reach around like over 300 because he's still only 18. Yeah, he hasn't like he probably hasn't looked at a way. Yeah, I have the article. It says what it's like getting hit by him. Really? Yeah. Well, six seven two eighty five. That's yeah, 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 exactly. For a month ago, this is seven. And you gotta think, this is an 18 year old kid. Like, this yeah, isn't like. Grow. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, taking an impact during a charge is 300 pounds, the same amount as the average force during a similar head on collision with a Jeep traveling 10 miles a per hour. A Jeep, yeah, so yeah. I drive a Jeep. That's insane. I got into an accident at roughly around 10 miles per hour. So I think I could say. <laughs> You've been hit by Zion. I've been hit by Zion. <laughs> yeah, except not head to head collision. Not really, yeah. <laughs> except I wasn't. Out, you're in a vehicle, <laughs> yeah. In deep. And it kind of fucked up my bumper. So <laughs> that's just insane, though. Like, and the kid was this scrawny white kid too. That was like, honestly, it was like he taking a charge on Zion, and I felt oh, bad God. for him. I was like, oh my God. He was on the bench. He was on the bench like this. He's like, dude, like, dude. like with with his ribs. He's like, oh. Dude, you would crumble if he hit you. I've taken charges on kids who are lighter than me, and it hurt my elbows. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. I, I would break both my elbows. I think I think I would need both amputated. That's just crazy. I have nubs. He's like, in terms of athleticism, like one of the most athletic for size I've ever seen. Yeah, like I was like I saw there uh, towards the end of the game when they were just like kind of shooting threes to try to get back into it. Mm -hmm. He like went for this putback dunk, but he jumped from so far out and he almost got it. Yeah. And it was like actually insane just because it looked like a basic play to him. Like it looked like a normal putback dunk, but he was five yards away from the freaking. <laughs> yeah. Actually ridiculous. It's just like, in terms of athleticism to like weight and like build, like he really compares to LeBron there. I don't think game like like ability to play make and stuff like that he doesn't compare but in terms of athleticism and build he mm. is definitely really close to LeBron I just have this like weird feeling about him I don't know why like I just have this like weird feeling that he's gonna be he, a bust not that bust I just think I could imagine Barrett and Reddish Barrett being better I don't know I just watching him play like he's great at finishing at the hoop but it's like no he definitely has flaws but like then we see like how I don't know. I feel like his dribbling's not that great at all. Like he doesn't have a jump shot at all. So it's like, like you could say like, oh, Ben Simmons doesn't have a jump shot and he's doing okay, but like he can dribble way better than Zion can. It's just Zion's way stronger. But the thing is, is like I don't know. It's like it's giving so Giannis, <clears throat> Giannis couldn't shoot or dribble when he first came in the league, and now he's taking like a huge step up True. and is dominating. So I wonder. I I think Zion. I think Zion's gonna be an immediate impact just because of his athleticism and a defensive ability as well. But I think it's gonna take him a couple years to really meet, if he ever does, meet his potential in terms of offensive ability, especially because, like you said, he ha does have to, like in the open court, he's unstoppable. Yeah, no, like he's but really, if he's, he's gonna yeah, it's not gonna be the half court offensive part of his game, which is gonna be a struggle. But if he does get handles, then I think it, he'll be hard. To just like, what was I gonna say? Um, the guard. I can't remember what I was gonna say now, but like, he just not giving me. Like, I just feel like he's not gonna be a player who's just gonna. I can't see him scoring that much for some reason. I don't know if it, maybe I haven't watched enough Duke games, but I just have this weird gut feeling right now. I well, he kind of has like that impact of he doesn't need the ball in his hands to impact the game. Yeah, like kind of like. 
Kind of like how um, what I compare it to. Oh, I remember what I was gonna say. Kind of like a, you know, in a way, like Luca, like he doesn't need the ball in his hands, but he. So many people are looking at him, at him to be like yeah. the the guy they go to, and he just creates with like just him his presence on the floor, like which is a lot of people too. I but like a young person, everybody seeing his athleticism, and people are just kind of getting blinded by the fact that like. No, yeah, that they definitely happens. Like, like, we drafted Zaire Smith because apparently he's this freak athlete and the best athlete in the draft. Yeah. That doesn't mean he's going to be, like, a great player. Obviously, Zion's head over heels more athletic than mm-hmm. anybody we've almost ever seen. It's, the, it's this, just the presence of, not the presence, but the sense of how tall and big he is at the age of 18 and how he can move like that and still have the ability to outrun like guards and stuff yeah. like like it's an, it's it is insane and like hearing Jim Boheim say like oh he's like a Charles Barkley kind of like he does kind of remind me of Charles honestly but but definitely in two different eras and stuff like that mm-hmm. like if Zion was was playing in that era he probably I don't know I don't know it's it, it's hard I I hate cross-examining errors it's, a, it's almost impossible yeah, but uh We'll save more college basketball for March when there's not a lot to talk about. Facts. But Zion never dunked on Godzilla, by the way. Huh? Dude, you never saw that? Never seen that. These these kids don't know, Steve. These kids don't know. Kids don't know. Old basketball. I I know old. Just like random sports commercials. Dude, the old Michael Jordan commercials, the Gatorades. Dude. You wanna fly like Mike? This is the best. The goat has I the best commercials. <laughs> now we've had some a little bit of heartbreak this week in so yeah. Yeah, a little bit. It, it's 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 such a weird situation because it's like I went into the game thinking we weren't gonna win. And then we lost and I was like, Wow, we lost. I see I had like the... it's like the meme, like like that what is it, the Pikachu face or whatever? It's like, like you expect to lose, then we lose, and I'm still disappointed. Yeah. It's like, but I just think it was a matter of yeah, exactly. we should have won actually. Like, yeah, um, I went in thinking we were gonna win actually. Nate did. Nate did as well. Mm-hmm. I think we all. Wanted I think we all wanted. I think I was definitely a little bit blinded by my fanness, which is always gonna be a thing when you're a fan of a, of a team slash so sports slash person blown out again. I, didn't want to be like, I wasn't worried about getting blown out I knew we weren't going to get blown no, out I didn't think so either but like just that small little chance that they just happened I didn't think we were going to get blown out but the then when we time. came out we came out swinging I mean we got that interception I was like okay touchdown right away okay okay Drew Brees first drive looked like he was a little little tentative not not the real regular Drew Brees I was like oh this is we might be in for a long day, then then another touchdown. Yeah. I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> we're rolling here. And then our offense didn't do anything for the next four Yeah, seconds. and then the biggest turning point in the game, though, happened. Drew Brees looked shook. He looked shook in the first quarter, especially up fourteen nothing. Fumbled the ball twice on on one drive. Um, we got the ball back. We're driving. We're driving. And Nick Foles underthrew Zach Ertz. And the Marshawn Lattimore pick really—it t- t- turned the tides of the of terms of momentum, 
And you could really, even watching at home, you could feel it in the crowd, I too. I think that was the momentum switch. I think it 100% was. I feel like the fourth down conversion when they did the fake punt, I feel like that's when everything switched because that was after the interception. And if we got the yeah. but it still got the them right there and made them punt, that would have completely ended. But that gave, that gave the crowd, I, I think, the... What the the team feeds off the crowd, and the crowd was really just wow, like almost blown away by the fourteen nothing lead. And then when they got the pick, it got the crowd back into yeah. the game, and they yeah. were they were going crazy again. And it brought the crowd to life. Yeah. And definitely the fourth and one is still is another tide changer that too. That kind of like reminded them that oh, this is the team that we are. We're the team that can do the fake. Punch. Yeah. We're the team that has this crazy offense. I think maybe they. Kind of like got back to who they were, and that's when I don't know. I just feel like I really, really wish we just accepted that penalty. Yeah, the third, the third and one penalty. The it would have been a ten yard holding penalty, right? Yeah, they would have been third and eleven, and I just feel like it was like it was pretty much like close to inches. Like yeah. Away. And it's like I just feel like the Saints are just the team that you would expect to kind of go for. Them for yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I just feel like they were gonna go for that. So yeah, and, and I know Taysom Hill is like always in on special teams and stuff, but the way he was even lined up, I was like, this is, this is a direct snap to him. Like we have to see. Him. Yeah, and they end up scoring. And it's just I don't know. It's like as, as good as our corners look sometimes. It's like they still have players who have get fourteen catches for a freaking two hundred yards and yeah. a touchdown. I don't get why Nigel Bradham was on Michael Thomas as much as he was. That made no sense to me. We played a lot of zone, but still. Yeah. I don't, I don't think our defense. That's the thing, Michael Thomas. Well. Like. No, just... I, I think it was 100 percent our offense. Yeah. I'm not saying that. I just think. Like we held like probably a top three offense in the league to 20 points. No, 100. percent But we should have. We we should have probably like, in an ideal world where our offense doesn't completely stall out, we should have scored 35 points on that. Defense. Yeah. No. 100. I agree. 100. percent we had a lot of miscommunications. The Nelson, the Nelson Aguilar one hurts a lot. That's a touchdown. That if he just looks, if he looks back, it's a, it's a touchdown. Right up the seam. That made me so mad just because it was. It's so, it's so huge too. It, yeah, it was perfect. It was re- legitimately it, it. It split the defenders. Yeah, it and like, it caught him right in stride, mm-hmm. like it would, which was kind of like. Weird, because at that time, Nick Foles is not making, like, good throws. He's under-throwing people. He's under-throwing. He had that one good yeah. pass to Jordan Matthews. See, like, threw him open. That was good. The touchdown. The touchdown. Yeah, oh, that, that, that was awesome. Yeah, that was that insane. Was, that awesome was, touchdown. That was yeah, no, I know, I know. But I'm saying, like, he wasn't hitting his... Like, he wasn't looking like the majestic Nick Foles that we had seen. And then he made that pass, which was, like... Well... Couldn't have been any more Yeah. Perfect. Well, the thing about Sunday's game was we saw... We saw both sides of Nick Foles. We saw the magical, magical Nick Foles. And then we saw that the Nick Foles is always, and I, I love Nick Foles to death, and he'll always be a Philly legend, and I'm going to get his jersey. But we saw that side of Nick Foles where he's worrisome in his passes that he makes and thinks overthinks things and doesn't make the perfect pair of time. And I think going with Carson here on out is definitely the right move. Now, if Nick Foles was to make another play Super Bowl run, I think there's no way yeah. that you bring Car- that you don't bring Nick Foles back next year. At least, yeah. At least, At least bring him back and yeah. have both again. But now, I think the right, I think the right move is definitely going with Carson as your franchise quarterback. I always thought it was. Yeah. Unless, 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 like, unless he had did some magical stuff, and yeah, you can't get rid of a back-to-back winning Super Bowl. In my, in my opinion, in my opinion, quarterback. Um. But yeah, we saw both sides of Nick Foles the, um, Sunday. I'm kind of excited about the off season because 
I think I don't think Nick Foles is just gonna become a free agent and sign somewhere else. Like I think we're going to trade him no matter what. Like I think because even if like he like we I think we'll do like a sign and trade or we'll give him a contract and then trade him or give him the franchise and then trade him when they like to a team that he wants to go to. Like I think we're gonna give go like send him where he wants to go because I think his market's kind of pretty big right now. I just yeah. feel like there's no way we let this guy go and get nothing in return. Like, but it's a risky move because if we franchise tag him with the whole NFL knowing that we don't want to keep him, then we're really going to get next to nothing and he's going to get what an average quarterback, the average quarterback pay is, which is around $22 million. And I don't know who is really going to give Nick Foles a $22 million contract. I think he's going to get like 20 in free agency. Like he's getting 18 right now. I mean, I feel like stuff he's done in the last two years, you can't really argue. I don't know. I need everybody on his side right now. Like, Twitter's blowing up. Well, like, yeah. But I, I wonder how much... Like, you're telling me you couldn't see Miami throwing $20 million at him. They threw $20 million at Jay Cutler. I don't, I don't think they... Yeah, no, I, I know they are, but they're also in a position where they can draft one, like a Daniel yeah. Jones in the back, in the end of the middle of the first, who I really like. Yeah. I don't um, know. I just feel like any team in... Florida now needs a quarterback, and you're telling me Nick Foles wouldn't love to retire in Florida? That's just like the idea. No, I mean, yeah, obviously that that's an ideal place to retire, and no, no state income tax. Someone said that. What if Nick Foles retires and becomes the offense coordinator? <laughs> That'd be insane. No, I'm just saying. I'm not putting it. I'm not gonna say he's gonna retire. Like, I wouldn't pass Nick Foles to retire. Is what is also. I don't know. From what I've seen, it seems like he wants to be a starting quarterback. That's the stuff I've seen. But then again, last year he was just saying how he loves being a backup and playing here. So I I don't know. I, I could definitely it's I all could speculation. There's nothing yeah, unless he comes out and specifically. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But since we're talking about Eagles post uh, off season and everything, uh, what do you think? The Eagles need to. Who do you think they need to bring back? Bring in. What do you think the moves are this off season? Um, I don't know exactly who all the free agents are. I'll, I'll start. I'll start real quick. I'll just all right. tell you a name and you tell me what you think. Um, Jordan Hicks. I think we're gonna resign him. I think. It's what do you What do you do with him? Like, what do you, like? I, in my opinion, I give him a one year prove it deal. No, I think I would give him probably two, maybe three. I don't know. I feel like this year he wasn't as injury prone as he was. I think you can give him a couple year contract without making it too big. Because, like, everybody sees the injuries that he's had. Yeah. I mean, if someone wants to overpay for him, then I'll be okay to let, just him, let go. him go. Because I think we could just draft a first-round linebacker. Um, There's not many middle linebackers in this draft class. I mean, I think Nigel Browder could play middle linebacker the older he gets, and then we could just draft an outside linebacker like yeah. freaking Josh Allen if we trade up for him or something. Because we, we have two seconds. But he's more like yeah. a 3-4. Yeah, he's more of a pass rusher. Hey, we'll play him at the end. I don't know. Or, I don't know, I just... I think I would keep Jordan Hicks. I think our linebackers are too thin right now to let someone walk like that. And I don't think there's a lot of one-year prove-it deals in the NFL. Well, like, there was uh, – I don't think they ever really work out for the players. Like, they did it with uh, Dunterry Poe. That didn't really work out great for him. Then uh, – uh, I mean, he got a big contract with the Panthers next. Now he's – Well, only one-year deal, though. No. Oh, it, okay. It's like a three, four. Uh, I thought it happened with a couple other players, but, like, like Keith Keenum's kind of screwed. Like, he should have just tried to get... He only got a one-year contract. Like, he should have probably gotten a multiple-year contract if I was him. Yeah, but... Do mm, you really... They, the players really don't have the say in that, though. Yeah. Like, I don't think... I don't think Jordan Hicks is really a... 
gonna bring in a lot of offers from other teams, in my opinion. And I would just be like, we'll give you a four-year contract if you can prove to us you can stay healthy for a full year and and be. I feel like I just I, a key player in our reasons, defense. I would really need it to be like a low contract. Like I don't want to give him over. We're getting a lot of money back this year off Jason Peters. If Jason Peters is gone though. He's gonna. We can if if he doesn't retire, we just cut him. I just feel like I have to keep hearing that for three years now. <laughs> Yeah, but now it's like a like a sixteen yeah, million like, dollar deal, yeah. and it's like a one year. Like, yeah. there's nothing owed to him. I now. hope he kind of goes, just because I don't want to see. Like, it's like the you either die here or live long enough to become the villain. Dude. It's like he gets hurt so much, and he's worth so much. That it's like you know what, you're kind of becoming the villain right now, my man. Yeah. Like put Vitai in there, let him learn. He's learned enough. He mm. looked horrible. I mean, he won us the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we get the Nick Foles contract free up there, which is eighteen mil, I think. I think I think it's I think it's less, isn't it? Well, I well I mean I remember specifically that Brandon Brooks and Lane Johnson took pay cuts or they did like a, a so they restructured their contract so Nick Foles would get more this year. I don't know if it was bonuses, but I know he was getting like above like fifteen million. At least. Hmm. And then who else do you have coming off? Uh, Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles, yeah. Ronald Darby. And I don't think we bring back if we bring back any of them. I think it's Jay mm-hmm. on, on another one-year prove-it deal type. I, I want Darby really, really bad. Uh, I think he has too many too many injuries now, like especially to like his knee and. I mean, it's not only his first knee injury. I, but like knee and I think didn't he tear his Achilles too? But I mean, he was looking fine with that. Like the Achilles looked fine. I I think he had a previous. Yeah, uh, I thought he had previous. He dislocated the ankle or whatever, and then it was fine when he came back. I don't know. I just, I'm, I, he's I high. We really need him just because, like, I was talking to Nathan about this earlier. Like, I love Maddox. I love Douglas. I love LeBlanc. I like Mills a lot. He's not the best. I'm not the, uh, Sidney Jones is one of the lowest tier of cornerbacks for me, like, on our roster. I really don't like him right now. Yeah, I think, I think. He's really scared. He looks really skinny. He doesn't look like a cornerback to me. Like, nah, I think you play Maddox as, like, a, kind of like a safety slash. Nickel. Nickel, yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking too, but at the same time, he's like our best coverage corner right now. Like man to man corner. Like I feel like he sticks better than almost anybody else. Mm. He looked he looked he looked bad at last game in a lot of situations. I mean like big situations too. Like letting Michael Thomas get yeah, a seventeen yard. Hard, nobody in the league could cover Michael Thomas by hundred twenty five. Yeah, but at the same time when you look at that that play over and over again, it's third and sixteen and you know who it's going to, and there's two guys near him, and neither you close out on him. It's just, it's just obvious to me. I mean, then there was the one play where uh, someone hit him with the double move, and he didn't even bite on it. He stuck with it. And he made a pass completion to stop the touchdown. Like, I don't know. I just. I don't think he's tall enough to be an outside corner, but. That's why I said safety yeah, slash nickel. Know, just, but at the same time, it's like, it's so confusing just because I think we have Mills, Douglas, and. Maddox, who I would want to be kind of like that safety position that we were just talking about. I actually like Douglas on the outside. I think he's, I, I think, think he's a good. So much better at just sitting back and coming forward. But he's like good. He's a great tackler. He's a good, yeah, and I, I think you need that as, at the cornerback position as well. And I think. He, I think he's actually pretty above average at, at covering. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know. I haven't seen that yet. I I think if you play more press with him, he's he's gonna get. He's gonna get physical, and he's gonna be one of the more physical linebackers and linebackers, cornerbacks in 
the yeah, game. Yeah, who cares? I love Douglas, but it's just I I don't know. I, that's why I think we need to keep Darby just because like I've only seen what three games out of LeBlanc. He's not. He's definitely not guaranteed. Like we've been on and off with Jalen Mills for three years now as a seventh round pick. Like he's definitely not someone who I trust to get on the outside. And it's like. Sidney Jones did not look good at all this season. So, like, I feel like... But it's not like Darby's a huge upgrade and he's going to... He looked very, very good this year. I wasn't, I, was, I wasn't crazy impressed by him. And he's going to want a pretty decent-sized contract as well. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I don't really know what they get paid, honestly. But it's just... It's important to me that we need, like, the secondary. Because our secondary is never good enough. So you can't, like, go of your best cornerback when your secondary is already that bad. And then Brandon Graham. I think he's good. Huh? He's gone. Yeah, I think he's gone as well. But I also think Michael Bennett, we're not going to be able to keep unless we restructure his deal because he's getting close to $15 million this week, this year. Yeah. Yeah. I, would, I think we need to keep both of them. I think you, yeah, but you can't pay them what they're getting paid. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Like McLeod, he was a real... He was he, he was in, he was in, last year, but this year, the start of the season, he was like yeah, he was pretty important on he the was team. So good, like mm-hmm. I said, I don't know if I told you the stat, but when he was playing the first couple games, we were only allowing twenty six percent of third down conversions. Yeah, just because he plays like a really good like kind of like linebacker safety role where he's really physical too, and like we just have like weird contracts where it's like important, but I just we just need to spend our money right. That's pretty much all it is. Yeah. We need a running back as well. Yeah, we need. I think we need so much, but then at the same time, like we got this far without it, it's like, how long, how long can we? Because we haven't had three good linebackers in two years. Well, Kendricks, but then at the same time, Kendrick was there. Hicks was out the whole season, so like you know, what yeah, I mean? like, yeah, we haven't had the three linebackers. Yeah, like I like Kamu, uh, Cruiser Hill or whatever. Yeah, like, I like him, but I'm not super sold on him. I think like our depth isn't there. Or defensive line depth is there. It's just everywhere else in the defense. Well, it was this year. It's not going to be next year as much. I mean, if you think about it, we still have Cox, Jernigan, Barnett, Bennett. I think Chris Long's going to come back for another season. And he was getting, like, no money whatsoever. So I don't think yeah. he's a scratch off our But back. he's not like a... He was good this year. He, like, was like... But then this he game, he... This game, he barely did anything. Yeah, he played a lot. He played a good amount. He probably had to, yeah, because Fletcher Cox was out yeah. a little bit. Michael Bennett was out a little bit. Yeah, but Fletcher Cox is the best He actually played a decent amount because they were playing Michael Bennett at, on the inside a little exactly. bit. I don't know. I mean, for the little amount of money he is, like he was, he had more sacks than Brandon Graham this year. No, I know, but One like team's not at, the, at the same time, Brandon Graham is a huge like run stopper. I don't know. I was he didn't do like anything for me this year. I don't think I didn't hear his name. Especially when we have Fletcher Cox, who's just getting better and better. Like he had ten and a half sacks this year. But yeah, Fletcher Cox is obviously the. I mean, you just see the difference in between when he's not out there and when he's out there. It's just it's, it's insane the difference. But moving on, who do you think wins this week, Patriots or Chiefs? I, I think I'm going Chiefs. I feel really good about the Chiefs. Honestly. Really? That's hard. <laughs> I want to see the Chiefs win, but I think the Patriots are going to. I have this weird feeling. Like, I, I have all these feelings. Like, I, I guess it's like, I don't know. I just think it's the Chiefs year. I don't know. Well, for my Super Bowl thing, when we did it, I had the Patriots and the, I forgot, I think Saints. Yeah, so I'm just going to go Patriots, to be honest. Say Chiefs. I think they could do it. 
think I have to be Chiefs because, like I was telling Chris, it's where all the 49ers go to die. Yes, 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 yes. I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't. It's really, really hard because the Patriots looked very, very good last week. Like it's a much better him. defense. I don't, I don't trust Andy Reid. Exactly. That, that's that's my big. He's like, fine though. Yeah, the Colts could have easily won that game though. What game were you watching? They, the, if they would have, they had 14 yards at halftime. Yeah, but if they would have, they, they just made two. Uh, that game was could have easily. A couple of different bounces, it would have been... Because when the they fumbled the ball in the red zone, and then the Colts had it in the red zone, and then they fumbled it, and that the was Chiefs one, got it back, and then they scored. It was a one-score game. All right. I mean, they missed a field goal. They missed the extra point. That game was just... It was not, it was not a... That was not a close game. That was Did you watch the game? I watched the entire the game. The entire game? Yes. That was a close game. I mean, I'm not going to lie. The Chiefs' defense played a lot better than expected. Yeah, it definitely did, but it was a close game. It was 14... It was 31-13. to 13. Look at Chris. Look at when they scored they, and everything. They doubled their score. How is that a close game? Kansas City be, scored seven points in the second half. It was Chris. It was a close game. That that game was a close game. The Colts. They missed a field goal and fumbled in the red zone. All right, and she just he, Nathan just said the Chiefs fumbled too. Like both teams made. Well, the Chiefs fumbled first. Chiefs didn't fumble in the red and zone. Then, yeah, the Chiefs fumbled, and then the Colts got it, and then the Colts were in the red zone, and then it they was, fumbled it. It was not a close game. That was okay. the most snooze-driven game I've watched all weekend. Okay. Right. <laughs> I know what you mean. It's not close. Obviously, looking by in the, the score, score. Yeah, in the scoreboard, it's not yeah. close. That was a much closer game than the score. Than the score shows. There's a lot of games where the score. Exactly. The Chiefs exactly. Scored more in the first quarter than the Colts had all game. Right, you can that? just stare. You can stare at the scoreboard. I but watched the game. Like it's the numbers don't lie. Yeah. We ju- we literally just said how how scoreboards don't tell the whole. The whole but I just said I watched the game too, and they just dismantled them. Like they they did not dismantle them. They did not dismantle. Yes, the Patriots dismantled the Chargers, and that was a closer game. Tell me it wasn't. And in the scoreboard, that was a closer game. That was not even a close game. It wasn't, but the Colts suck. The, you see, he's just he's just so biased, and that, that's look where I'm going to end it. That's where I'm going to. It was a close game. No, it, it was 14 to seven. It was 14 to seven. They were about to score a field goal to make it 14-10. They missed the field goal. Don't in the. Okay. It was a close game. No, they left like 14 points on the in the, in the red zone because okay, of turnovers so and missed field that? goals. Whose fault is that? That's their fault for obviously not. But it's a, good still enough. a close game. No, it wasn't. Okay. Okay. It was not a close game. Okay. <laughs> like at all. Okay. Like how many how many passing yards the did Chargers they have at halftime? The Chargers and Patriots was, was a close game. No, neither of them were a good game. It's a close game on the back box score, so it must be a close game. Yeah, but I watched that game. But as it well. must be a close game. I never said it was because of the box. But score. but it must be a close game though. Andrew if Luck left, had 40 so, passing yards. But I'm looking time. at the scoreboard and it was only a 14 point game, so it must have been a bit of a close game. But it wasn't because the you're Patriots were up point. 35 to zero. You're, at one point. you're literally proving my point. No, I'm not. You are. Andrew Luck had 40 yards at halftime. He was getting Patrick Mahomes. It's clearly a superior quarterback. That's stupid. That's that's just so stupid. You, what were you watching? Huh? Because you clearly were missing what I was missing. I mean, I watched all year a guy come, you know, just go on a nine nine and one run okay, after missing after Mahomes missing for 50 after missing a year and a How half. Many touchdowns? That's, that's fifty. Okay, that's, that's great. That's great. And put any put any put any great quarterback in that in that system with that much speed. I guarantee they they put up put up numbers. 
Alex Smith had half that touchdowns last year. Alex Smith isn't a good quarterback. I said any this any. Patrimo's first year starting. Any very good quarterback. You're saying that he's a superior quarterback to Andrew Luck, who is yeah, a top he, five quarterback. Put not. any other top five quarterback in there, they do that. Those numbers. Or well, at least close. So. I don't think there's I only don't... been two quarterbacks in the history of football who've thrown for 50 touchdowns. You think any quarterback's gonna do that? Chris, this was the uh, look at the quarterback play this year. The field's wide open. Not really. What do you mean? Didn't Tom Brady only have 24 touchdowns this year? What? Yeah. Yeah. I think he didn't have many. They're, they had. They had. The, the rushing game was one of the best in the, in the NFL. You look at any. There was like two quarterbacks who had over 30 touchdowns this year. It's not true. It's not true. Locke had over 30 touchdowns. Washington had over 30 touchdowns. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan had over 30 touchdowns. Mahomes had over 30 you put touchdowns. put Deshaun Watson on the team, he doesn't throw for close to 50 touchdowns. I'm not saying Deshaun Watson's a top five quarterback. There's just Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers went up there for 50 touchdowns. He had 36. He had 36 with much less, I would say. He doesn't have a top top two tight end in the league. The best tight end in the league. He doesn't have the fastest receiver in the league. Yeah, but he has, he has he more have, receivers. He didn't have, have a top three running back in the league for almost all of the year, who was a very good receiving back as well. Melvin Gordon's a top three running back. He's not good at receiving. I'm, I'm saying in, in terms of receiving. He had like 70 uh, catches this year. Every running back has 70 catches. No one. Kareem Hunt is, is so much better of a receiver, receiving back than Melvin Gordon. I just don't think so. I think they're very. I think they're going to put them on the same level. What? I think this year, I think I would too, to be honest. Melvin Gordon, Melvin Gordon, and Kareem Hunt. That's so. That's stupid. That's stupid. That's stupid. What's stupid about it? Kareem Hunt is a much eight catches a game. Kareem Hunt is a much better receiving back than. That's just not true. It it just is. It's just not. He is. There's what? Where's your proof to back that up? Other saying he is. Do you do you really want me to go into this? Yes, I do. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'd love to hear. Here we go. <laughs> In terms of receiving this year, 400 yards and seven touchdowns. He's much better of a playmaker when it comes to when it comes to we were talking touchdowns. When it comes to creating space. And scoring, but Kareem, Hunt, good in Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt is much better. No, you just, you just lost that argument. What do you but mean? He's not. But he is. But he's not. In in terms of creating, of creating touchdowns, Kareem Hunt is better. Which is what we were arguing. How? Which is what we were arguing. What did you even say to prove that? He has seven receiving touchdowns. Melvin Gordon. How many did Melvin Gordon have? He had four. But he had way more rushing touchdowns. I'm not talking about rushing. I'm talking about receiving. Yes, but of course you're gonna get less receiving touchdowns when you're running the ball down everybody's throat. He had played less games, and he still had more touchdowns. He did not. He had more receiving touchdowns, but it doesn't make you a better receiver just because you get the like the ball passed you more. Dude, Kareem Hunt played like seven, uh, played like eleven games and had more receiving touchdowns. And uh, yeah, eleven games. Michael Thomas had Michael Williams had, had more receiving touchdowns it's... than freaking half the league. Doesn't mean he's a better receiver than them. Ten touchdowns. You're just not. You're just not understanding what I'm no, saying. No, I am, and it just you're, doesn't you're make not. sense. You're not. What Melvin, do you mean? You're just acting like Melvin Gordon can't catch. He's very good at catching. He He's very good at running when he has the ball in his hands. I'm not saying. I'm saying what, what, I'm, what I'm saying is Kareem Hunt is, be, is a better playmaker. He's play great at punting the ball because he's good at kicking girls right in the head. Alright, I mean that makes no, no sense. But okay. <laughs> he literally. They're very on par. I, I would. Not, I would not say in terms of, of of ability. 
of their ability to create, especially inside the red zone, as a as a receiver is not they're, they're not they're not the same. I just I just told you how. I just told no, you. You, how. you just say, oh, he scores touchdowns. That's all you said. All right, I'm 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 done arguing this. I'm done arguing this. But Nathan's on my side too. Like you're acting like you're like far superior right now, and it's not true at all. I mean, I, I I'm I'm done arguing this. All right. You you said there was two players with 30 touchdowns passing when it's might be the easiest to to ever pass the ball in terms of NFL history. But. He's You're seeing players like Mitchell Trubisky get 30 touchdowns this year. Trubisky didn't have 30 touchdowns this year. Look it up. Check the scoreboard. I think he had like 24, 26. I'm telling you. 24. But he, he missed four games. Okay, sorry. He would have had 30 touchdowns. He still said he had 30 touchdowns and he didn't. Would have had 30 touchdowns. Probably not, honestly. He would have had 30 touchdowns. He would not. He would not have. Chris, it's the easiest time. It's the easiest time to play quarterback in the NFL. And how come Andrew Luck only had it's 40 the, passing yards at halftime? If it's so easy, the same reason why Philip Rivers only had was looked the worst he's ever looked. He's looked horrible for the last six games. He's fallen okay. off a cliff. Okay. The guy that was when off. Melvin Gordon got hurt, that whole team got hurt. They finished this in 12 and four. Okay, and that their offense looked way worse. All right, whatever. I'm done. I'm done arguing this. We're not getting anywhere. Patriots or Chiefs, Steve? You said Patriots. You said Chiefs. I like it. What about NFC? NFC is interesting. Because I see either team winning. I mean, obviously, either team winning for the AFC, too. But I mean, like... I don't really see an advantage on other and on any any side. You know what I mean. Luck had eight eight less touchdowns with Dontrell Inman as the second receiver. That's all I'm gonna say. That's my last thing. Dontrell Inman. Eric Ebron had like twelve touchdowns. Dontrell Inman. That's all I'm gonna say. Leave it as a toss up. I'll leave it as a toss up. I think the Rams win. I, mean, I want to say the Rams, but I don't think the Rams look the same since Todd Gurley's been hurt, and I don't think I don't uh, think he's healthy still. The only thing is, all right, so like it goes back to like Mike said it before: is like the Rams, the Saints have like a really good run defense, but no one really ran the ball on them because they're always playing down. So like, are the because the Rams, have, Rams two, have a good run defense? The Saints, I'm the Saints. Not, if I said, I, mean, I, I, just, I just didn't hear you. The Saints, we even gashed them for 44 yards in the first quarter. Yeah, we ran pretty well. So it, that's the thing is like no one's gonna run the ball when they're playing down against the Saints. Well, I don't think they're gonna be down against the Saints. But what I'm saying is, is that's what I'm saying. So like, He's it, saying Todd Gurley's gonna run on him, basically. Yeah, and CJ Anderson. I mean, I don't, I'm not convinced by CJ Anderson. Like, I think the Cowboys, the Cowboys defense is much better than the Saints, and they're gonna run down their throat. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I just, I don't know. That's just not how the games usually go. Like you saw how the first game went. I'm just not convinced. I don't. Know. I'm. I. I. I had my original Super Bowl was Chiefs Rams, but yeah. Like I don't know. Just I mean, really I honestly still think the like, Saints are gonna win. Last week. But I could like. Uh, part of me wants to say the Rams, to be honest, too. I think the Rams are gonna win. Only because this is the second game they're playing. Sean McVay's not gonna lose twice to Sean Payton this year. Yeah. Do the battle of the Sean, Sean McVay's gonna come out the winner, and the Rams are gonna go to the Super Bowl. That's my prediction. Rams Chiefs, that'd be interesting. Young, young team. That'd be the that'd be the most interesting Super that Bowl. Would be very interesting. 
The most young. hated Super Bowl would be Saints and Patriots, I feel like. I don't, I wouldn't even root for any team there. Yeah. I don't want the Rams to go just because Mark likes the Rams. And I don't want yeah, that to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but fuck the Saints. Yeah. Fuck their fans. Their fans are the worst fans. Dude, facts. Why do you dress, do you dress up like it's Mardi Gras when you're going to a fucking football agree. game? I hate the Saints fans. The guy was as Master Chief, and I felt like going dude, through my Master TV Chief. and kicking his Maul? ass. You see the guys, Darth Maul? Oh, dude. Like, dude, like, just, it's a football game. It's not Halloween. <laughs> I'm sorry, is it Halloween? Why are you dressing up as Darth Maul? Most Saints fans hated the Saints until they won the Super Bowl anyway, so, I mean. Dude, they used to wear bags on their heads. Yeah, dude, 100%. No one liked the Saints. Dude, this, <laughs> even the Saints didn't like the Saints. Yeah, honestly. Reggie Bush was like, fuck, dude, I'm on the Saints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one liked the Saints. And then Drew Brees came. Yeah, facts. And even when they got Drew Brees, he's still coming off that just big, like, shoulder injury, and they were like, eh. If, so, what would what, be cool, though, is if Drew Brees goes to the Super Bowl with the same, um, what's it, what's it called, um, like, if he goes to the Super Bowl and Tom Brady goes to the Super Bowl? Yeah. Um, Drew Brees in the Super Bowl would have played Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, who are, like, two of the best quarterbacks sure. that I've seen. Yeah, yeah, that we've seen, definitely, yeah. That is a good point. Now you're, just, now you're just giving them things to pull up on the screen. And if he wins, I mean, either way, man, either matchup is good. TBH. And if he and if he wins, it'll be he won a Super Bowl against Drew Brees, uh, Tom Brady, and and Pete Manning. Either way, yeah. yeah. Either way, you put it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good Super Bowl. I think I think the Super Bowl you're gonna see a, a lot now is the Super Bowls like last year, where in terms of. The defense just isn't gonna get any stops. It's gonna just be like forty. And it's just gonna be yeah. fucking and a three-hour-long bomb. Just don't have to touch it. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I think I that's think what that's like what the if, NFL. If the Super Bowl. That's why the NFL changed the rules this year to make it more. If the passing, Super Bowl turns out anything like the Rams Chiefs Monday Night Football game, then it might go down as one of the greatest Super Bowls. What the Rams and Chiefs? Like, if it turns out to be like that Monday Night Football game. Oh, 100%. Like, traditionally, I don't think I would like that, but since it's two teams I'm not really invested in, I kind of just want to see a shootout. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? you're if you're not like, invested in the game, exactly. you kind of want to see something entertaining. Because the Eagles and Patriots Super Bowl was very well, that's, entertaining last well, year. Well, that's why, and that's why the NFL, like I said, made these rules to where passing is so much easier now and you can't touch the receivers mm-hmm. yeah because they want these games especially super bowl games to be interesting mm-hmm. it should be good oh yeah it's definitely gonna be no matter who it is it's gonna be a good yeah a good game because they're all all four of these teams the top are, four offenses in the nfl exactly all high powered octane um teams yeah so it's good gonna coaches definitely gonna be quarterbacks yeah, it's not yeah, like last year. Even the co- like, even the coaching is just it's some of the best coaches yeah. of like this past five years. Yeah, yeah. You got Sean Payton, um, Bill Belichick, who's yeah, yeah, probably yeah. the greatest coach ever. Yeah. Then you got Sean McVay, who's like the next Bill Belichick to call him, and then mm-hmm. Andy Reid. If see if he can finally get like it finally get it done. If he, yeah, honestly, yeah, no. There's a lot of just nice story. Not lines a lot this of storylines. Yeah. I think the like best like coaching. In terms of like to see who out coaches who would be McVay versus Belichick. That'd be that would be interesting. That'd be fun to see. Like mm-hmm. who be wins like the like the battle of the wits kind of. Yeah. Who comes with the best game plan? 
I, I'd be excited for that. Yeah. I definitely want to see a young quarterback versus an older. Really? Yeah. So if the like a Chiefs go, you want to see the, the Saints. The Saints, mm-hmm. and if I the Rams go, you want to see the Patriots. I think that's what I want. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Cause you got. I want. I want. I would like to see the Rams and Chiefs. To be honest, that's what I. That's like my dream. Cause I hate the Saints. I'm not a big fan of the Patriots. And then if both young teams win too, it could mm-hmm. be like. In terms of like, oh, uh, this is the. Sorry, new the era. old quarterback the giving it to the next generation. Yeah, they'll yeah. they'll play that card so yeah, much. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. These teams. Took down two of the top five quarterbacks ever. To hundred percent. So there's just a bunch of storylines that we just pulled out. <laughs> yeah, we just gave them a bunch of. Dude, we just wrote CBS their whole fucking broadcast. <laughs> dude, facts. For the Super Bowl. Where's our invite? Honestly, dude, put us in the press box. Dude, that'd be awesome. Where is it? Is it the Atlanta? Mm-hmm. Dude, I don't know about the Alien Stadium. I wonder if the roof's probably not. Probably be cold. So you wonder if the roof's fixed? No, if it's gonna be opened. I got a guy up there. Hammered <laughs> away. You got one week. <laughs> you got one week. <laughs> I've been up here for two months. What the fuck? I thought it wasn't. I thought it closed. I thought the roof closed. I thought it was like a dome. It could open and close. That's why they get. Of course, they're gonna close it. Nah, dude. It might be good weather. <laughs> in Atlanta in the winter time. It's snowing. Open it. Fuck them. Dude, I like that. Let's check the weather. Someone, dude. Whatever AFC team is gonna be in there, gonna be like, yeah. Crack the windows. Drew can't play outside. Facts, dude. If the Saints make it. A hundred percent. Window cranked. <laughs> oh man. I was getting into some basketball now. Yeah. Uh the Lakers dropped out of the playoffs last night with the Jazz winning. That's crazy. Three and seven since LeBron's gone down. How um, much longer do you think he's gonna be out for? So I don't know. I could see a scenario where he kinda sees the the team well the team kinda sees this maybe isn't it's not ready. The, like a ready fit for LeBron. So maybe we just sit him until he's a hundred. Don't rush him at like, all. Like don't rush him back at all. Even if he's ninety eight percent. Yeah, like like literally like that for his future. Yeah. Because I mean, you don't want to burn the valuable years of one of the greatest especially, players ever. Especially since he's older now. Exactly. So this team isn't going anywhere. Mark my words on that. They're not even if they make it to the playoffs. They're not making it out of the first round. Yeah, I truly believe that because I think they're going to be one of the lower seeds. Match. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I could see maybe he gets reevaluated tomorrow. So we'll say. I don't know. Maybe could be he comes back Saturday. Could be maybe he's out another month, two weeks. Yeah. You never, you never know. You never yeah, know with, especially with groins too. You yeah, don't want to rush back, rush back a groin because they're easy, definitely easy to like re, like re tear and re aggravate over mm-hmm. and over again. Yeah. But um. I think that's how it is with a lot of pulls. Like if you pull your hamstring, the chances of you tearing it are much higher. Like so, you don't want to just yeah. You don't want to rush back. Yeah, 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 one hundred percent. Or like know. if you like your Achilles or something. Yeah, like, if yeah, you like, like the same as return. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember like you said before like uh. 
you could see them potentially sitting LeBron out for the year or whatever to tank for the pick. Not necessarily so they have the tank. first round pick this year? Not necessarily to tank for the pick, but like maybe like they would definitely end up in the lottery. But I just think of valuable how valuable a year of LeBron is, mm-hmm. especially him, like you said, him getting older. And if this isn't going to be the year where they do anything, do anything like crazy, like in the playoffs or make it deep, then why not just be like, hey, take take a seat for the rest of the year. Yeah. We, 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 we reevaluated you and you did have a major tear. Yeah. yeah. I just, quote, unquote. One thing but then that, again, it's like the the one of the best competitors we've ever seen. Right. So you know he's not going to want to sit. Exactly. That's the only problem. One thing that I don't know has any correlation or not but i feel like if we see the lakers like if lebron sits out or whatever if whatever happens like if we see them not make the playoffs and get like like a lottery pick or whatever like i feel like um like free agents would much rather see like say a seven seed lakers team actually somewhat competing maybe winning one playoff game and maybe that would attract them a little bit more than going to a team with a lottery you know what i mean but i, I mean lebron's like, lebron but i feel like having lebron is all you really no, the only selling point you I need just, i don't know it's just the way that i would kind of see it because it's like well if i'm trying to win a championship as soon as possible i'm not trying to go to the team that just won the lottery like the chance of them winning the next year is very slim like if, but if i see them say but if they know that lebron's sad then, yeah exactly exactly then they're gonna be like well i mean well, the direct correlation is that when LeBron James is there, they're foreseeing them when he exactly. wasn't. They dropped out of the playoffs. Exactly. And they have, like, the younger talent. They could either trade, get other pieces, or... But, yeah, yeah, definitely. With the GM, there was a video of him, like, like just, like, pacing back and forth, like, looking like he doesn't know what to do. Yeah. And... Is it Magic the GM or no? No, he's uh, president of basketball operations. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think part owner. Or is he part owner of... I know he's part of Dodgers. Dodgers yeah. yeah, I don't know if he's part owner of the Lakers, but I know he's like president of basketball operations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he makes a lot of like the um, managerial like decisions as well, kind of like yeah. how T- Tom Thibodeau was with the Wolves. Okay. So. Like uh, Sam Hinkie. Yeah, yeah, but Sam Hinkie was actually like our GM though. Mm. Yeah, 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 I know what you mean. But so they like basically are the GMs together. You basically would call them co-GMs. Yeah, yeah. But he was pacing around. And since we're, you know, we do other, like, like to do things here, fun. Facts. <laughs> yeah, we like to do fun <laughs> things here on the we podcast. We like to do fun things. We don't like yeah. to do boring fun things. <laughs> uh, I figured we'd play GM this week and give our, what we would do if we were the Lakers GM. So, mm. uh, who wants to go first? Not me. No. <laughs> want me to go first? Yeah. I mean, Chris, right. go first. you want to go first? I'll no, go first, whatever. I mean, I don't. I think go. you might have a little bit more than me. I'll do it. <clears throat> so, my number one thing, my most important thing to do, and this might fi- sound a little... Trade LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> it would be, uh, I know Chris isn't going to like this, but the most important thing to do to me is find a way to keep Lonzo Ball. I don't actually mind that though. Because I think if he can develop into a good scorer, his value is like create is like really high, and it's hard to find someone that can match LeBron's IQ on the floor. Yeah. And at times he really does, and he's a really very good playmaker. Yeah. He definitely has. I don't think he's good. I don't even think he's good yet. Yeah. I think he's average, but he definitely shows signs of. He's way too. He's way too up and down to be good. Yeah, a hundred percent. 
But if LeBron doesn't try and turn him into something he's not, Lonzo can be one of the best players he's played with, in my opinion, in, in his prime. Better than Kyrie. Not better than Kyrie, but like, or D Wade, but maybe above Kevin Love. And in terms of in terms okay. of yeah, IQ, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe not skill, right, right, but right, like right. in terms of like awareness and feel of the court. Right, right. And his Mesh- ability to. Ability, I guess. What? Meshability. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Word? I don't know. So, so, especially like. LeBron wants to play off ball too, which yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Stop doing it. It'll um. Seats are uncomfortable. I don't even want for me. It'll make uh, playing. It'll make playing LeBron playing into his old years. Um, it'll take a lot of pressure off him. Then my number two thing to do is do not, do not trade any like your young assets like Kuzma. Brandon Ingram. Ingram or Hart just for Bradley Beal. I don't think Bradley Beal's worth it. I know there's a lot of talk going around. Yeah. Funny. About yeah. Nate showed me that on the way here. He was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They could somehow trade for Bradley Beal. About, <laughs> no facts. I just don't think he's worth. I'm not like crazy. Trade, I don't think like, he's worth that enough. That trade wasn't good. I think like that was for them. Easy trade in two guy. For them to get Beal, I honestly think they'll have to give up Ingram, Kuzma, and Hart. That or maybe not. Insane. Or maybe not Ingram. Or maybe Kuzma and Hart. I feel like, but I I think I don't think the Wizards want to give up on Bradley Beal. That's the thing. I think he's yeah. actually a very good player. They'd rather trade John Wall. Yeah. yeah, I just don't think, I don't think he's worth those three at the same no. time. Either. No, no, one hundred percent, no. Like it's weird. They're in that like type of situation. And I, if I'm the Lakers, I'm not taking John Wall either. That's just another no, yeah, guy no. that can't shoot. Mm-hmm. And then you're gonna have to give up like a like probably like Lonzo yeah. if you want John Wall, just it's straight up. And I don't think I don't think it's worth it at all. I think Beal would be. I don't think he's a big enough upgrade to even make a a push into the like um, finals. Like I don't think he you think he, he doesn't show up. Player? He doesn't show up in the play. Yeah, but I feel like he'd have to be your. I feel like he'd well, have to be right your now, second best player. Yeah. And then unless they got some free agents. Exactly. But here's the problem. The problem is if you want Anthony Davis, I think you have to trade for him. That's what I was gonna yeah. say. Yeah. You the only way you you get you don't sign him in free agency. I don't think I think wherever AD gets traded to, whether it be Boston, LA, yeah, yeah, the f- fucking Sixers. I think he ends up staying where he gets traded. So if you want hit AD, then you have to trade. An, well, I mean, you have to trade Ingram. That's, that's what I was talking Lonzo, about. Lonzo or Kuzma, Lonzo and Hart. Yeah, and maybe draft pick. Yeah, like he's that he's that that's valuable. Why, that's why I was talking to Chris. He's like, that, and I don't know whoever if he, gets AD is going to be the one to keep him, uh-huh. and that's it's going to be like a race to get AD. Hundred percent. But and I don't know if they want to do that either, because then it hinges their depth, their their depth a lot. Yes, exactly. So my number three thing instead is eat the Marcus Gasol contract. And maybe trade your first round pick and something low for him because they're trying to get rid of that contract. Yeah, 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 yeah. And with getting Marcus Saul, you get a really good, a really good um, defensive, defensive player. Yeah. Uh, three and D center that really would like, and a great pick and roll guy, which yeah. would help Lonzo too. Right. And you got really defense on the interior and defense in the um, on the three point line, like outside with Lonzo. And I mean, you need definitely need interior defense in this league too. Right, right. I think paying Gasol for a year won't really cripple you too much. Right. 
but this is for like the next year. And then after that, I would sign in this off season. I would try and sign someone like a Tobias Harris. I was thinking about that too. And then your lineup is looking like Lonzo at the one. You can put your pick of Kuzma. I mean. Ingram at the two, I guess. Well, my fifth thing is actually trade Brandon Ingram because I'm yeah. on this team. Yeah, yeah. So if you trade Brandon Ingram for someone else, maybe maybe you get a two in return. Yeah. But nah, I don't know. But your your two would probably have to be Josh Hart. I can see sure. Avery Bradley signing with the Lakers this all season. Yeah, or even like a like another free agent that isn't like too much too much money. Yeah. Or Josh Hart at the two, Lonzo, Josh Hart. That's good. That's good defense on the outside. LeBron at the three, Tobias at the four, and then you got Marcus Marc Gasol at the five. And yeah, that's just that'd my, be interesting. That's just my basically my one year that, plan. Is Gasol's contract over after next season or after this season? That, is it this season? I think I think, I think he no. has another. I think he's a player option for the year after this. Okay, because I was gonna say if they sign Tobias, then the chances that Marcus Gasol's a free agent is probably pretty high. Yeah, they basically they'd have Marcus Gasol for another year until AD is a free agent. And then maybe you can get AD in free agency, but like we said, Unless I think it's Celtics or so basically, someone trades for him. Yeah, so basically my that's my would be my one and a half year plan for the yeah. Lakers, and then you end up with that lineup, and that's you just good. add in that's all other pieces. Mm-hmm. But uh, what's yours? Um, I obviously wasn't as well planned as you. <laughs> um, I can, I, we can bounce off of what Mike said though. Yeah, no, like definitely, like I feel like I feel like number one, I feel like they should definitely try to go after AD. Yeah, I honestly think they should go after AD, and I think I think they shouldn't trade Kuzma. I feel like they should keep Kuzma uh, with all they can, but if they have to trade him for AD, then definitely trade him. So my question would be, what's too much? Like, is there too much for AD, or do you just go at all out? I would say I think there is too much. I would say three starters, maybe. Cause I think, because if I'm the Pelicans, I'm not asking for anything less than Ingram, Kuzma, and Lonzo for two for one and a half years of AD, and then you're basically gonna resign him. And I mean, he's like a transcendent like, oh, yeah. player. He's top five player. Yeah, it's, it's so weird because it's like I never know what's too much. Because in my head, like I thought DeMarcus Cousins was gonna get traded for this huge package, and then it was like Buddy Heald and that was nothing. Yeah. Eric Temple, like it was like nothing. Yeah, I just think AD and Demarcus Cousins no, are on like totally two different levels. Mind, Demarcus Cousins is like yeah, he was, but at the same time too, like he's he was also a head yeah, case. Totally right, Anthony issue. Davis has nothing. Like. I mean, it was kind of like the same thing with uh, like when I was thinking Kawhi Leonard was gonna get traded. Like, but like I didn't think Kawhi would get. I didn't even think he would get Demar Derozan in return for him. Yeah, I agree. Like Demar yeah, Derozan, he's a top. 18 player in the league. Yeah, you don't normally really see star for star. Trades. Yeah, and you got and you, and they got Jakob Pudel out of that too. I mean, they gave up Danny Green, but I mean, he's like kind of like on his last leg. Yeah, it has yeah. a lot to do with the the situation too, like how quiet hadn't messed with them for like a year and a half or whatever. Yeah, but like, and then yeah, I don't know. It's just like when I think of like stars being traded, I always imagine it's gonna be like so much, and then you see it only being like two out of the three players yeah. that you imagine. Like when we were gonna trade for um. Like Jimmy Butler, like there was all these rumors that Markel was gonna get traded, and mm-hmm. or when we were gonna trade for Kawhi, there was all these rumors like Markel was gonna get traded, and then like he wasn't in any of the trade offers or anything like that. So it's like, yeah. like the way I picture it in my head, it just like I always I imagine it would have to be Kuzma, uh, Ball and uh, Ingram, Ingram. But like at the same time, if AD comes out and says he's not resigning, 
then I could see that value dropping to only two of them. My thing with that is I don't think AD is the type that would come out and say he's not resigning. I thought we I thought we've already been hearing some kind of stuff like that. Like Just, where he said like, he wants to win and the money's like Yeah, but like he was saying basically like he wants to I think he was more pointing at like the front office to like get, moves, moves. get moves done, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I understand what that. Um Get rid of KCP. Definitely. Yeah. I feel like you have to get rid of KCP. He's going after this year. He's he has on a one year contract. I think they're trying to ship him out right now though. Yeah. I saw the Rockets were interested in him at one point. Really? Because they've been Oh yeah. Their yeah. depth was really in shambles. Yeah, yeah, it is right now. Any mm-hmm. other moves? Really unprepared for this one. Honestly, no, not really. Nah. Alright, it's fine. Alright, alright, alright. So, first thing I would do. Honestly, I don't mind Lonzo as much anymore, but I think Brandon Ingram has to be gone. Yeah, I, I agree. I think they should trade him before February 3rd. Yeah, I agree. I, I think, think if LeBron's to play this year, which I think he will, I think they, I think no matter what, they're in like a, I think having LeBron on your team, you're in a finals mode where you're trying to win. Yeah. Like, I don't think LeBron's ever in a mode to where he's not trying to win, so I think if they can trade Ingram in like a first, I don't know, I could really, in my head... I could see them trying to put in a package for like Damian Lillard or CJ McCollum. The only problem is, is that the Trailblazers are the third, fourth seed in the yeah. West, third seed no, in the I West. See that. That's why I was saying, obviously, because that situation, you can't see mm. that. But for some reason, I could see them getting one of those cards just because it happens to work. If it happens, to I mean, last year they got swept by the Pelicans, who are the third yeah, worst yeah, record yeah. in the West right now. Yeah. Now I can definitely see that but, in like the off season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously. before Fe- but yeah. before February, I I couldn't no, see. No, no, they're just the two names that came to my head. Yeah, 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 yeah but no, definitely. I think Brandon Ingram needs to be traded. I don't think, like you said, I don't think he fits in. No, where, he's like, just way too inefficient to play with LeBron and yeah. lives inside the three point like, line. I don't think, he, yeah, like he's not really. He's kind of like an ISO player, like a. Mm. It, it doesn't like really. He always feels like, like he needs his own. He needs his own team, but he doesn't. He's not good enough to have his own team yeah. type player. I just think like if you put him on a team like. Like, that's why I was kind of thinking, like, if he ended up on, uh, like, the Trailblazers, like, and, like, Lillard was traded or McCollum was traded, then that mm. kind of, like, as a second player with them, I think it would, like, like kind of mesh well. But I don't know. I think Ingram needs to go soon just because if he keeps playing out the season and he just doesn't really show any signs of improvement, then I think his value is just going to get lower because, yeah. I mean, I know he's still young, but... He hasn't really shown. You know, the sooner that you trade Brandon Ingram, the more you're gonna get in return. That's I think. What I'm saying. I would keep Lonzo for now. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of him, but like you said, like he's in his second year. Dude. Yeah. He can't be sold on him already. Like. Nah. They drafted him number two for a reason. Like um, I don't think he's like a a generational player or a team that's gonna be able to lead a team by himself. But I think next to LeBron, he's gonna be really good. Yeah, just because he has the athleticism, he has the yeah, ability. and just like I said, like just the mental awareness and IQ. That he has. Yeah. Um. What else? Um. Free agency. Like I. I think they. I. I'm almost positive they most likely will make a trade this. All. Uh, like within the next. Yeah. Like a couple months. months. Yeah. Because the trade deadline's in 18 days. I think it is. Is uh, it really that quick? February 3rd. Oh wow. January 15th. So I don't. I mean I don't know how many days in January. I'm not really. It's the same day as the Super Bowl. That's crazy. Oh, maybe it's not then. Maybe I. I don't know. I thought I saw the February 3rd deadline. Maybe it's February 5th. I don't know. I just, I think a trade will happen. I could end up seeing them, like, 
I was thinking about this while you were going over like the trade scenarios. Could you imagine a three-team trade where the Lakers, Celtics, and Pelicans are all involved? Like where, say, Al Horford ends up on the Lakers, and AD ends so, up. The only thing is, is the Lakers and Celtics. I I couldn't see them really doing a trade like n- that. Not even that. Like it's just. What do the Celtics get out of it? Probably a dig. And then, like, say, but the but I feel like the Lakers wouldn't be in any trade with the Pelicans and Celtics unless they're getting a day. Well, I, well, I was thinking, like, what happens if, like, say Ingram. Like if I'm the if I'm the Celtics, I don't want anyone from the Lakers. No, obviously they'd probably just get AD. But then I'm saying, what if the what if like say Tatum or Jalen Brown ended up on the Lakers? Like I don't know. That's just something that came in my head just because I don't know. I can, no, I, just, I, I can no, see I a get, mega deal happening. Like I, I get just, what you're saying I'm there. For it. it just it just is. It's unrealistic. Just because they both want Anthony Davis, no, that's I the agree. only problem. And it's like, why would I do a deal with you guys? That I'm really not getting anything in return for. Like, if you're... I'm only saying... I think the only way they would do that if they were getting, like, Tatum in the deal. Like, the Lakers. But then who would the the Pelicans get? And they're the ones giving up Anthony Davis. Well, probably, like, Jalen Brown, Brandon Ingram, potentially another young player from one of the teams. I think if I'm... It makes sense in 2 If I was the... No, 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 no. I I agree. Like, I see what you're saying now. But if I'm the Pelicans, instead of doing that, I think I would just be like, just give me, team. just give me Tatum and Brown, and we'll call it a day. Yeah, yeah, I can see that too. Because I, I would take Brown, Jalen Brown, even though he's having a down year over like Ingram and. No, in my head, I was maybe just trying Kuzma. to find a way. To, no, I no, think no, Al no, Horford's yeah. going to get traded at some point. Just yeah, I think he now, needs to be traded in order for them to get another big like that. Like no, like I think I think if the if AD goes to the Celtics, I think it's going to be a. I think it's going to be Tatum, Horford, and probably Terry Rozier. Sure. I think that I think that's what the, the trade would be. Because then you're getting a, a center, a small forward you can build your team around, and also a point guard that I you like can... That. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, I'm not the I'd biggest be... fan of Rozier. Either am I, but we're seeing him in like a... in a role he's really never had to play before. The Pelicans, that would be solid for the Pelicans. Return. And then just... And then you get basically... Your, your Pelicans, if you're looking at them, you're getting... Your starting five is um, Terry Vizier, Drew Holiday, Jason Tatum, um, Julius Randle, and Al Horford, and then Randall's six man. That's the backup center, yeah. Unless you play Miritich at the four, and then you just get spacing, and then have Randle as your backup center, which That'd actually isn't. A, it's not a terrible team, especially if bench. especially if Rozier turns out to be a. And then they have plenty of cap space. Now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I thought Horford's only getting like twelve mil. I'm trying to think. And they're dropping that massive. You're getting they're but they're gonna have to re-sign Rozier in the off season, and then Horford's getting get a, all that Horford's Horford's getting a good amount. But then you got like yeah, but you definitely have you enough cap. cap. You have enough yeah. cap to to sign, get to get a sign. bench or, or get role players. Yeah. Which then that then that and if Jason Tatum's as good as they think he's gonna be, then that'd be a very interesting team. Yeah, I would I would do that if I was the Celtics. I would if I'm the if I'm the Pelicans, I'm looking to trade with the Celtics much more than I'm looking to yeah, trade with the 100%. Lakers. Anybody on the Lakers? hundred percent. Um, but I wanted going back to what I was saying, like yeah. how we're rebuilding the Lakers. Uh, didn't Magic say something where like if he's not getting a top, like two top, <laughs> he'll ten, he'll get he'll take give his job he'll back. Leave, yeah. yeah. So that makes me think that they're gonna try to send money 
at players like better than Tobias Harris. I love Tobias Harris. Yeah, he's my favorite, but I can't see KD going there. That's what I'm saying. So like that's why I didn't say anything like about KD or Clay or Kawhi. Or, well, I don't, think, I don't think Kawhi's leaving. There's 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 rumors that Clay is uh, has already talked about extensions yeah, with Warriors. That. That's why I just I'm thinking of the players who are might mm, be free agents. Like, yeah, like Chris Middleton. You'll think Kawhi will go to Yeah, and I think I would rather have like. Tobias Harris over Chris Middleton, like if I'm yeah, not. I think they're pretty subpar, like even to me. Just cause no, yeah, but I, Middleton's I just, a great shooter, a, but Tobias is more of like the stretch four physical. Yeah, and like, he can play in, he can bang inside, gets rebounds. He's just an all around good player. Kind of like a less less athletic. Like I feel like his body type's very similar to LeBron's. His games, yeah, yeah, not as similar, but yeah, like yeah. Body type. I think they'd actually feed off pretty well off each other as well. I can see that, but I don't know. Just going like how I was saying. Um, I think they're really the Lakers are really trying to get like a top player. So, if I was the GM, obviously, like I think I would have to do whatever I could to get like a, another player who could be on the same level as Kyrie was when he played with LeBron. Yeah, yeah. I I wonder though if you like maybe Kemba Walker. So the reason, yeah, and even he sounds like he wants to stay there too. I love Kemba Walker so much. And like, so my reasoning between like for my team too was because you can go then you can get depth. Like, Kuzma would be your sixth man, which yeah, is... In my game plan, I wanted to keep Kuzma and Hart no matter yeah. what. Like, I didn't want to trade. Cause I yeah, I, really I, think, I think for them to really be good in the next upcoming years, I think they should keep Lonzo, Hart, and Kuzma develop those three. Because I think Hart actually has really good potential. Yeah. Like, almost like an Avery Bradley type of player. Honestly, like... Avery Bradley hasn't been good since he left the Lakers or the Celtics. Sorry. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Which uh, that just kind of seems like the system because any point guard's mm. good in the Celtics. Like you saw uh, in that Shane Larkin. Shane Larkin was okay, and then the guy uh, I can't remember. I don't even know his name because I've never even heard of him. But he like randomly had like twelve points in the second quarter and like sparked them against Brooklyn the other night. That's crazy. And they were like, "Oh well, look at this guy." And I was like, yeah. "Who is that?" Yeah, it's I know. Like any point guard who goes in there is just <laughs> randomly good at step back threes. It's like. I don't know, but um, like I said, I think the I think they'll keep their if the, I think if they trade Ingram, I think the draft pick will be with him if yeah. they're trying to get a star. But if not, I could see Ingram being traded around draft time with a pick, maybe for like a higher up pick. Yeah, yeah. Like I think I don't know. I just we don't often see like big splash moves at the deadline. Yeah, no, nah, not really. And so that's why like it'll most likely be at the draft. But if I was the GM, like we're so, hypothetical. Yeah. So my question is like, I don't think either of our teams win the finals, like that we came up with, hypothetically. Well, the AD's on the team. That chance is obviously skyrocketed. But but, but our, our teams really didn't have AD on them. No. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Honestly, I don't see the. I don't see LeBron getting another ring for the rest of his career. So that that was gonna be my question. Like, do you think the Lakers like ever put together a Super squad, like a like a finals winning team. I mean, I think the only way for them to make it to the finals would be if KD joins the team. And I don't think that happens. No, that's that's what I'm that so. I, I really don't think so. I don't. Hmm. I don't see the Lakers getting there. I just don't. I don't. I think Twitter and just weird bias makes people think that like Ingram, Lonzo, and Kuzma are way better than they actually are. Like, yeah. Obviously, like, you're seeing how they're... Pl- like, Kuzma has the 44-point game, and then... And then he had a one-point game, one game in the next game. It's like... Like, yeah, he scored 40 points, which is awesome. Like, I like Kuzma a lot, but then 
you're not seeing that out of Lonzo or Ingram to for me to be like, yeah, this team's actually legit. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just don't. I really don't think LeBron's gonna win another ring. I just, I think it's behind him now, which kind of sucks. I want LeBron to win as much as possible, but I think the Warriors have it locked this year. Not locked this year, sorry. But it's. I think it's gonna be Warriors. Raptors second. I don't really know if anybody. I don't really unless the Celtics really good on pace. I don't think they will. Yeah, I don't. I don't see it either. In the beginning of the year, I did. I thought they were going to be really and good. Unless the Rockets somehow just keep averaging fifty points a game from Harden, then I don't see it. I think it's only going to be one of those yeah. two teams. Like yeah. right now, it's looking like the Warriors again. Um, and then next year, if Clay stays, KD leaves. There's a good chance DeMarcus Cousins comes back, and if he's even playing three fourths as good as possible, yeah. then he's still a top ten center and. I think if KD comes back, I think Draymond leaves. Yeah, they do that beef. Not even like just the beef. I just don't think you have enough money, and I think Draymond's the odd man out. Draymond he's yeah. Money. He's and he's very bad this year. No, he is. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. I think, but I still think having Clay, Steph, and Draymond, or Tra- like, I don't know. Like I Clay, think- Steph, Draymond, Boogie is still yeah. a, like I final don't. more of a finals team than like LeBron, Alonzo. Yes, hundred percent. Just because we saw Steph and Clay do it by themselves already. Yeah. And they would still have two pretty solid players. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I just, I think the days are behind, especially with the Nuggets looking so good right now, with the mm-hmm. Thunder actually looking pretty solid right yeah. now, even with Westbrook not playing well at all. Like, I just, I just think there's so many teams that have more to them than the Lakers mm-hmm. do. And, like, like, even the Jazz as, as of recently. Yeah. And, like, they've been on a roll. The Kings have been good right yeah. now. Like, I think their young core is better than the Lakers' young core, 100%. Oh, look, I think Fox is definitely better than Ball. I think I think Heald's better than Hart. Yeah, and then, I mean, Bagley, I mean, I don't know how good he's going to do, but, I mean, that's still second overall pick. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, and then freaking Bogdanovich is a monster. Like, I yeah. really, that team's really cool to me. I don't know. Yeah, that team would be so much better with Luka. I agree, 100%. That's crazy, though. But... Like, Especially when you have Vladi as your GM too, who's an international type player. Not type, an international player. That's just crazy though that they passed up on him to me. But um, yeah. Other than honestly, James Harden absolutely going nuts. Yeah. There hasn't been much going on in basketball as of recent. Um, Tatum had a career high in points. Yeah. But they still lost by thirty to the Nets. Yeah. That was funny because uh, there was like an odds boost for him to score 25 and win. And I was like, you know what? That might happen with Kyrie being out. Yeah. But then my brother was like, yeah, but he's never had a 30-point game. And I was like, oh, you're right. And so and he was like, he only had like 16. And then yeah. I think he had like 20 in the fourth yeah. quarter. Like he balled out. And then they still got crushed. So it's like, that. Like see, that, that's kind of weird because like this year, the Kyrie-less Celtics are bad. And the LeBron-less Lakers are bad. Yeah. And so it's weird that... I don't know. And then uh, Kyrie came out and said that thing about the young players, and he kind of sent a shot at them. Well, yeah, then he, then he came out and said, like, he's not going to mm-hmm. do that. Like, I, I like that, that he came out and said he's not going to do that, because, I, feel like I mean, hold people you just frustrated. Yeah, no, 100%, but you don't go to the media. I agree. If you're going to hold him accountable, hold him accountable, but don't go to the media. That's his problem. That, that, was, a, that was what he was saying in that. Yeah, I don't think he was saying that he doesn't want to be a leader. I think that he was saying, I was wrong in going to the media and, and calling them out. Next time I'll call them out in person, like to their face, which is what a leader does. I don't know. I'm just I'm interested because it's like it makes me kind of feel good that the Celtics aren't a guarantee for the 
finals. Like, yeah. All of NBA. Hundred percent. Telling me two weeks ago. Hundred percent. I thought I I just thought they had way too much talent going into the year too. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, especially how they finished the year last year and only gaining two of their best players back. Yeah. Exactly. But, I don't know. Gordon's not looking good. Uh, Kyrie's Kyrie. Kyrie. Huh. What are you gonna do with the Lakers, my man? What am I gonna do? I thought really you guys were saying some good stuff, and I, I thought a lot about this actually. <laughs> you uh, did more research than Nathan did. Yeah. Chase LeBron. Uh, you were googling over there while we were arguing. I, I never touched the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I, got, I really gotta say, the hot dogs raise the price. Yeah, is that how you gonna get more money? <laughs> I think they already have like twelve dollar hot dogs in LA. Honestly, twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah. No, oh but, my god. But. Um, it's either, you know, uh, I don't like trades. I don't mm-hmm. like trading your whole team away just, you know, for a piece. I think with a young team like that, you need to... Try and develop them. Yeah, you need, yeah, because once you trade them all away, you just lose that chemistry. And I think the chemistry of three good to great players is better than trying to throw just one just you know yeah. like AD in there and just just hedge all your bets on him no, I kind of like where you're going too because they were like so when LeBron was playing they were meshing pretty well like they beat the Warriors before LeBron they were okay like they were, they were okay that doesn't mean great good it means okay they were there <laughs> they were there it's not like he's gone he's coming back injured but. so then does that make this year more Important than than the up, than any other year, if in terms of LeBron playing and develop and developing your young core. I think so. I think that with the situation they're in now, they just gotta you know work with what they have. So you would get LeBron back out there like as soon as possible to and more get this team, the young guys and LeBron like gelling for the future than I wanna, say trading for a top three player in the league I like I did. As soon as possible, you really don't want to rush anything, but I feel like. Science and like the way that is like yeah. If you know the extent of the injury, I think you're you're okay. If you know, I don't know. Hmm. It's not like it, injuries aren't like career killers like like they used to be. Yeah. So you're kind of in the boat like of stay patient. I yeah. I think I don't. I, I don't be, think. Be I think so. I think that's the worst move you can make. Is just say fuck it. You know, get out. I think so too. I think I think their best big move big would be to develop their players and I th- I th- be patient, and then go after via free agency. Go after free agency yeah. and try and get some. Even if they're role players to play to these guys, when because I think Kuzma has the chance to be a high. He already is a high teams, but like even like low twenty points per game score. Right. And then and like, like Lonzo can yeah, always be around a fourteen, Lonzo, eight, like, and eight guy. He's not, he's not great. He's not bad. Terrible. No. But. We've seen what he can be, yeah. And I think you can, you can let him develop and do his thing. And twenty dollar hot dogs. <laughs> I think that's the plan. You use the tw- the hot dog money. You should just just go player shopping. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Player shopping. Works like that. <laughs> when I'm a GM, <laughs> oh, maybe I explain okay. why the Falcons have no good team players. No, it's cheap. No, it's cheap. Oh, it's cheap. That's right. But the salary cap is there's a salary cap. It's not like the owners spend their money. It's not like baseball. No, no dude. The, I, I said it's, we are the GMs. We make the rules. 
Oh, okay. You're making the rules for all of so no more salary cap. No salary cap. No salary cap. All right, no salary cap then. Then I'm throwing about 90 million at KD and 103 <laughs> at AD. Facts. <laughs> okay. Just and then I'm putting together the biggest, the, the biggest super team of all time. Yeah. And Tobias Harris is gonna be my eighth Dude, man. We talked about last week how our MVP, like I had Giannis at one and James Harden two. And after this week, I'm actually gonna flip flop because Harden has been unreal. Crazy. And I think Giannis is kind of. Not Plateau. falling off, but like he's definitely I think he's plateauing. Yeah, I mean he's still he's still doing amazing. It's only been a week, but like they're not winning as much as. But I just have never seen someone. This is more impressive, honestly, than like LeBron carrying that team last year, in my opinion. No, I agree. Because yeah. this is like 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 PJ Tucker's the second best player on the team. Like Capella's that's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out. He's out like a Eric month. Gordon has been playing that great. He's not. He's been bad this year, and I think he's. I think he was hurt. PJ Tucker. Too, a couple weeks, a couple nights ago. No, I believe it. But yeah, that team. Like, I'll never like. Joe Green was sitting on a sofa last year. Two years. Dude, ago. facts. Was it two years ago now? Yeah, because he played on the last year. But I remember he had those dope, uh, the Rockets logo tied into his braids. Yeah, I thought that was last year for some reason. Mm-hmm. Dude, I like that how that was last year. Yeah. You said, like. This is his second year on the Rockets. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, but they got him off waivers last year. But this time, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but um, yeah, it's definitely impressive. Like I remember, yeah, we were looking at the because me and my brother put a bet on him scoring forty and winning. Mm-hmm. And uh, we looked at the score, and it was like thirty-six and a half. It, yeah, it was like forty-eight to forty-six, and we were kind of it was like, oh, he's probably not doing anything because it's like it's a low-scoring mm-hmm. game. And he looks at it, and Harden has 36 out of the yeah. 46, and it's like... That's I mean, Austin Rivers, he's doing it with me. Austin Rivers as a starter who was just caught. Austin so it's like... It's just... It's it's insane, and he's dropping, like, it's like... These 30-point games, and he had, like, 56 the other night, I think. Yeah, he's just scoring at... What do you have? What do you have, 56, like, like two nights ago? He had 36 and went one of 17 from three. Imagine if he hit three of those shots, he would have had 45 points. And, no, he had 57 last night. It was last night he had 57. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, insane. Yeah, 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 that's right. And like this is, let's see, let's see who's getting minutes on this team, who wouldn't get minutes anywhere, anywhere else. Who's our center? Right now? So hey, Nene Hilario. <laughs> he plays pretty well. Right? <laughs> who would he ever get thirty minutes from? Da- all right, who who is who's Daniel House Jr. Who? How many minutes did he play? Thirty-seven. <laughs> How many points did he score? Fifteen. Oh. Yeah, PJ Tucker is getting 32 minutes. The next scored 16. He, I mean, he, um, he played 16 minutes, but still, when you have Austin Rivers playing 40 minutes a game, like that's insane. More minutes than Chris Paul can play right now. Yeah, like it's it's insane. Marquise Chris, are you serious? Like no one wants that guy. Joe Green. Yeah, and what's his face is hurt. Um, Eric Gordon's hurt right now. So this is insane. Who is who is who? Please tell me who this guy is, because I and I love basketball. Isaiah Hartenstein. Never heard of him. Yeah, yeah, no, I never heard of him. He's getting ten minutes he's a game. That, that's my guy. He's that guy. Yeah, he's 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 a, he's a guy, all right. Who's Gary Clark? He got thirty minutes. Dude, I don't know Clark. I don't know who these guys are. Gary Clark, do you play Duke? No. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I, think I, I think I recognize that name. He's a shooting guard, though. 
Power forward. Oh, he's power forward. Yeah. Never mind. Um, never got that. that never mind. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I thought he was a point guard. Like, like, like these are like like James Ennis played 16 minutes. Like he played 16 minutes. Yeah, you like James Ennis? How much did he, guess how much he James put up last Ennis. night? James Ennis. 16 minutes. No, guess how many points? Four. Zero. <laughs> well, he can dunk the ball sometimes. Guess how many assists he had? Zero. Zero. Guess how many rebounds he had? Zero. One. <laughs> you have one rebound in 16 minutes. You led me on there. What was he doing? <laughs> was he just standing there looking pretty? Like this isn't. What would you do when you're playing next to James Harden? But it's in, but it's insane to me that he's that he's winning. Like it's yeah. it's, it's crazier that he's winning games. That they, he brought their, When Chris Paul got hurt, he shot them into the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Like we That's were talking. I remember we were talking a couple weeks ago. We were like. Uh, the Rockets were like the 11th seed at the, t- at the they time. They were like the second worst record. Yeah, they and were, like right above the Suns. They yeah, even below the Suns at the time. I don't think they were below. I I just know at one point they were really really low. And they ended up go- shooting up to the to what they were like the four seed now, right? Four seed, five seed. I'm not positive. The four seed, yeah. They're 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 a game behind OKC and to four and a half out of first. Like that's insane. Oh, we have a good game tonight. The Nuggets are playing the Warriors. Oh, that is a good game. But like, uh, it's just this is just it's nuts to me that he's doing that he's putting up like, like it's literally like, say what you will say like about how he plays if you don't like it, but he's putting up like Kobe numbers, mm-hmm. like he just broke his his record for most, most thirty point games in a row. That was nice. You think last year James Harden only title shot? Ah, uh, I mean if he I, see the problem is I I do, but the problem is is that like. A lot of things he gets, like shots he's gonna be taking, and how do you, how like do you later on in the year, your legs get tired. Yeah, you're just exhausted from the grind, mm-hmm. and also they play, they call games a lot closer. They don't call fouls like they do in in the regular season, especially right. for him. So it's tough. I don't. I think last year was definitely his best, his best do you opportunity. Think there's any chance that Chris Paul gets traded to the Lakers? None. I think the contract's huge. I, know, I don't even think Chris Paul. He, he he can love Chris Paul all he wants. If he does that, that, that team's done. Unless unless they unless they say we'll give you Brandon Ingram for Chris Paul, and that's it. I think that would help the Rockets, honestly. <laughs> so do I, but I don't. Why would the Why would the Lakers do that? Like I just feel like I think Lonzo could learn from Chris Paul. I think so too, but you're also like that's that's a crippling. That's a it's that's like a three-year a, contract, right? Or two? Four. Is it that big? Yeah, it's like a four or five-year yeah, deal. I knew that was, everybody hated. It, it might have been five actually. I think it was a five-year deal. Now I said five. Yeah. That, I think it was five years, two hundred fifty million, right? Yeah, he's no only way. like 30, 30, Jeez. 30 Wait, he's 30, old 60, too. Yeah. That was one of the worst contracts. All right, five-year one one fifty, not two fifty. That sounds a lot. More two fifty. That sounds like something. So wait, let's. We'll we'll end on we'll end on this. Still pretty big. We'll end on Bryce Harper to the Phillies. I was, they, gonna, I was gonna end on Chris Paul's contract. But, all right, yeah, sure. <laughs> Dude, they said that the, they wanted to get Bryce Harper and Manny Machado. And well, I saw the report that came out today that says we don't want both. Yeah, and then we're not all, we're not gonna also, be able to get both. And it also said that they're gonna try to get Bryce Harper, Dallas Keuchel, and Craig Crimp. Ah, four year, one hundred sixty million dollar contract. Ah, he's thirty three. Ah, he's gonna be thirty seven, getting forty million dollars a year. That's a cripple. That's a franchise crippling contract. I don't think he'll make it past thirty five. Yeah, like his him. knees are like yeah. they're starting just to go. Like, I would give him like a two-year. I would give him a two-year, 60. sixty million. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 60, 70 maybe. Thirty-one, thirty-five million a year. Fuck it. 
Yeah, just maybe they were thinking. Yeah, I don't even know what they're thinking. They're saying maybe they're thinking, oh, last year was good. Maybe we'll but do it again th- this that's year. The but only okay, way, what about next year? But next that's year, the only year, way year. you get Chris Paul back. Them, and that was their, yeah. their best. Hey, maybe they thought. And they literally were picking people off the waivers to trade for him. Mm-hmm. That was so funny. They were like, the whole day they were like trading for all these players. Like, yeah. What's going on? And then all of a sudden it was like, all these people for Chris yeah. Paul. It was like eight for a one and they waved them all. Yeah, but you're beginning on Phillies. Um, we're going to end up getting Bryce Harper. If, if we give any of them, we're going to get Bryce Harper. And then we want Keiko and Kimbrell, like you said. Mm-hmm. So, That'd be crazy. I don't know who those other two names are. Uh, Kimbrell is a closing pitcher. He used to pitch for the Braves. He's really good. He um, pitched for the Red Sox last year and he was their closer. Um, Dallas Keuchel was the pitcher for the Astros. He had a down year last year, but I still think a move to the NL would be insanely good for him, I think. Um, because just the difference between National League pitching and American League pitching is just. Who's our catcher now that we lost? Jorge Alfaro. Who? Jorge Alfaro. Oh, I, he's like he a top good? prospect. Yeah, I like him. I I think I think he Alfaro. he has, he has a, a. Did he play outfield last? No, nah, he he caught. He has a cannon. I think I remember hearing Alfaro. Do we have like an Alfaro or something? Aaron Altair. Altair, there you go. Um, Too many similar names, man. Yeah. I don't know these people. Our lineup would look like this. So. Catching, you'd have Alfaro. First would be... First, you'd move Hoskins to first. In my opinion, I think I would. Yeah. Um, Cesar at second. Gene Segura at short, who's an all-star shortstop. Yeah, we traded JP, right? Yeah. God, he sucks. That's pretty bad, I gotta say. Um, Third baseman. Macau. Yeah, Franco. Or, Or Machado if you get both, but I don't think you will. Uh, left field, you're looking at. Um, Where would Herrera play? A mix of. Left field, you're looking at like a mix of. Kingery? No. He'll he'll play. He'll be like your like whoever needs a break. He'll play wherever. So if Oduble needs a break in center, he'll play center. If Cesar needs a break in second, he'll play second that day. Where does Bryce play? Right. Bryce is play playing right. Okay. Center will be Oduble, and left field will be a mix of Nick Williams and Andrew McCutcheon. I forgot about Andrew McCutcheon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got Andrew McCutcheon, too. McCutcheon. Uh, NL MVP. A couple, what, like, what, seven years ago now? Six yeah, years ago? Like yeah, definitely can make some noise. I remember at one point last year. Last year, like, we were, were really killing good. Killing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were killing When we had our website up, I wrote an article on them. Still up. It's still up there if you want to read it. <laughs> I was un- insanely wrong. but <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not. But, hey. It's on... Mike's computer if you want to read it. Yeah, I'll send you the link. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet me for the link. <laughs> <laughs> but I know Philly sports is definitely in a good spot right now. As the Sixers are winning, beating the Timberwolves 47-35 to 35 right now. Welcome back, Dario. But, uh, yeah, that'll be a nice place to end on. Maybe, maybe next time this week we'll be talking about how the Phillies got Harper or Machado or both. That'd be insane. If they get both, I mean... GG's. Yeah, for the rest of the National League. <laughs> yeah, and then one final thing. Next podcast, Dennis Smith might be traded. Oh, yeah, true, true, true. But next time. So, another one. Stay tuned. Later. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you guys in the next one.